This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYourPicture.com and GoToMeeting.com. Ha-ha. And this is Maria de Jesus Cabrita Preciado Espinosa, and you're listening to Nobody's Listening. Thank you. Adios. Cows don't belong here. They don't belong here. It's my life, my life, my life, my life, my life, baby. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 94, brought to you the week of January 27th. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I'm your host, my name is James, and my co-host is here. My name is Trevor. Welcome, Trevor. Thanks for coming back on the show, man. I was really wondering if you were going to give up on us there, but... Well, I I, I just kept... I'm excited you keep saying, hey, you know what? Come back this week, too. Yay. Well, it's either that or I talk to myself the entire time, and neither seems very very impressive or fun. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, my name's James, and I'm your host, and my co-host is here. Hi, I'm James, too. So, yeah, that just, that's a one-way ticket to no... No uh, subscriptions, no yeah, downloads. Yeah, to, to, uh, you know, fulfilling your destiny and nobody really will be listening at that point. Absolutely. Yeah, we will fulfill the name. Nobody's listening. It'll be... People are actively trying to get other people not to listen.com. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably taken already. Hey, we always start with an opening story. At the start of fall semester of college this year, we started some classes in buildings that were being remodeled. It was my first time taking classes in this one particular building, and for the first couple of weeks I would go to the bathroom before this certain class. It was just part of my schedule. I had noticed some people looking at me funny a few times as I would go in and leave. But one day I walked out of the bathroom, and another guy was walking out from the bathroom across the hall. We both locked eyes for just a moment, looking at each other, both with a confused look on our face. Then I realized why the bathroom didn't have any urinals in it, the one I went into. I was so embarrassed that I couldn't go to the bathroom there for the rest of the semester in fear that I would see that guy or any of the people who had noticed my mistake. In my defense, they did not have signs on the door to the remodel, but I guess I should have realized that when there were only stalls. I hope you enjoy my story. Keep up the good work. Best wishes, Ink Drink Boy. Wow. Yeah. Well, I can relate. You know, Ink Drink, I'm with you, buddy. When the only way you're comfortable going potty is sitting down, you don't really notice the urinals if they're there or not. <laughs> so I can relate. It's, I don't like standing, I like privacy. So, well, it's yeah, true, cold, but, but you should still be realizing, you know, but then again, I've never been in a, women's bathroom so maybe i might not have realized i might not have said this is what it looks like see it probably was probably cleaner smelled fresher you know i i I think the opposite is true i think ladies would tell you that i know the maintenance staff at my church would say that the women's restroom is uh horrid compared to the dudes i mean dudes have their issues they have aiming problems there's there's overspray things like that but from what i understand ladies there nobody can tear up a bathroom like a lady or a group of them (sighs) I mean, they go together in groups, dude. What do you think they're doing in there? They they are vandalizing. 
That's no, why they're so eager to go. That's why there's a line. No, they're they're in there with with their with their potpourris and their dancing unicorns and all the happy happy land. I know. I peeked Isn't inside one and it had a stinking room in it with couches and a yeah. and a wall length mirror. That that's See? like heaven in there. Comfort. See, we don't get that. Ladies, you need to treat those places with respect. Otherwise, they're going to turn them into ours and they'll install urinals. <laughs> Try that on for size. Yeah, figure out what to do with that now, huh? Yeah, dadgum, yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode is uh, brought to you, we mentioned earlier, by GoToMeeting. Hey, $300, right? The average cost of a domestic round-trip ticket. $49 is GoToMeeting's monthly rate. That's right. Hundreds of online meetings per month is less than just one meeting in person. With GoToMeeting, hold as many meetings as you want for one flat rate. Free voice over IP and phone conferencing included. Uh, business travel is a profitability killer. So do more and travel less with GoToMeeting, the award-winning online service brought to you by Citrix. You can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days, people. For this special offer, you must visit www.gotomeeting.com slash podcast. That's gotomeeting.com slash podcast for your free trial. Go over there. Um, or you can go to nlcast.com and click the link on the uh, the ad there, and you'll be supporting Nobody's Listening, and you'll be supporting yourself. Tell some people about it. I had a listener. Uh, email me this week and said they directed every single person in their office uh, to go to meeting through my website. And I appreciate that. We appreciate it. And uh, you're not only helping yourself, you're helping us. So thank you so much. Uh, this show is also brought to you by the eternal, the wonderful, the glorious, the omnipresent, Carrillo. So thank you, Carrillo. Appreciate it, dude. Om- omnipresent. Mm, yeah, he's here good. with us. He is here with us. He will save you. You just need to he's, he's- bow your knee and confess that uh, Carrillo is, he, is here the now man. In, 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 my, in my office. He will be in your dreams tonight. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just where he's at in my world. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay. We can do that. <laughs> Update. Yep. I have it on authority that he also pees sitting down too. So we'll see. We'll see. Hey, weekly update time. Um, it's This is kind of just basic because I... I didn't have anything cool happen this week. Nothing cool Aww. happened. And you'll know how uncool my week was when I tell you this. Uh, my daughter plays Wii Fit. She loves it. And one of her favorite things to do is to run with the you know the Wiimote in her hand. And I guess the Wii notices the, the movement and makes your character run. And she's just running around, running around. And all of a sudden, a uh, oh, and the cool part of it is while you're running, other characters... Uh, you know, not NPCs, non-player characters are running around too, computer-controlled mm-hmm. characters, and one of them happens to be uh, Dwight Schrute, because I downloaded him off the Wii, you know, Me Channel thing or whatever. Uh, and okay, what what what's a Dwight Schrute? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, Trevor, really? You don't know what Dwight Schrute is? You don't Dude, know who I, that is? Do you watch The no. Office? Uh, you British-influenced no, French freak. What the heck? I'm going to have to kick I, you off the show. People are screaming right now in the future. Uh, in, you don't know well, what Dwight Schrute is. Now. Have you ever Dude. or will you ever hear of a show called The Office? Well, I'm aware of The Office. I just don't watch it. <sighs> is that – am I uncool now? <sighs> Trevor, Trevor, are all the, Trevor. Are all those no twi- new Twitter followers going to stop following Trevor. me now? <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. 
one of the requirements. This is the Gospel of Kennison, dude. You can't argue with this. Uh, Anne Creo agrees. You have to watch The Office. You have to. You have to start at the oh. beginning, and you got to catch up. You've got your four seasons behind, friend, brother. Four, I, I don't have the time for that. <sighs> if you've so, got time not to know who Dwight Schrute is, then you've got time to find out. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but it makes sense to me. Okay, moving on. This very obvious caricature of Dwight Schrute runs past as a non-player character. My okay. daughter, my daughter says, "Did you see that guy from your work?" And I'm like, um, maybe she thinks it's one of my friends from work, you know, that I whatever. Maybe she's seen this dude at work and thinks it looks like him because we have an IT guy. He doesn't look anything like Dwight Schrute, but maybe he thought he did. Or, or does she does she think that looking through the TV is looking into your office? Maybe I I I think it's more that she. Anyway, here's the explanation is this. I was trying to figure it out, and any explanation would have worked until um, I heard her say the rest. She says, well, maybe one day he can come over to our house and play Wii Fit with us since he likes, you know, obviously running on the screen. And I realized then what she had heard me say and must have heard me say, say in the past, or she's asked mom or something. She's heard us talk about the guy from The Office, and she doesn't know uh. The Office is a TV show. She only knows that I call my job at the church the office. <laughs> so uh, okay. that guy is from the office. And uh, well, I've never seen him there, she's thinking. So maybe we can invite him over and he can play Wii Fit since he's in the computer already. <laughs> so anyway, I told you I didn't have much going on this week. For that to be the highlight. Um, oh, oh, I do have a second one. I do. It just happened. My co-host <laughs> doesn't know who the freak to white shirt is. <laughs> Can you believe that, people? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's so embarrassing. I mean, this freaky Canadian dude comes on my show, right? And he doesn't even know. It's crazy. We, we, we don't have TVs up in Canada. No, I, no. It's, um, you um, stare into we, a frozen ice block and, and imagine. <laughs> Goodness you gracious. Can ima- you can imagine a lot in a frozen ice can, block, man. <laughs> gosh. You, the longer you stare at okay, it. Okay. So Dwight Schrute. Wow. White shrewd. Go for it, man. So now I'm going to have to go buy the next, last four seasons of The Office. You don't have to buy it, but yeah. Or you can watch it online. I'm sure Hulu's got them or something. Something's got to happen. Hulu? So, Hulu.com. We're going to have to talk about I, I need to educate you off the air. We gotta. I, you guys need to email Trevor. Trevor, tell him your email address real quick. Um, nobody's listening to Trevor at gmail.com. Okay, and your and your uh, Twitter, please. My Twitter is Radface R A T T F A C E. Yeah, you guys need to am Twitter I tell, him. Am, am I telling am I telling all these people this so they can mock me yeah, now? No, not mock you. You guys need to take pity on this. This is beyond mockery. This is we need to help him with his geek cred. So please start spamming him with things that he needs to see and do in order to know what the heck is going on. On the internet. I thought I was cool. I did too. Oh, I did too. I'm not as geeky as I thought I was, apparently. No. So, I, so I got to go to Hootie Who? Don't go to Hootie Who. That's a slang term down where I'm from for something nasty. Hootie and the Blowfish? Keep your Hootie Who to yourself, boy. All right. G- give me a weekly update, Trev. <laughs> well, I, this week I went on the show with this guy who. I thought was like my brother, and now he's just mocking me. <laughs> I'm not mocking you. I feel for you. I'm sorry for you. Uh, it's like uh, you got polio, and, and except it's preventable, you know. 
polio. <laughs> I don't know. Like this one time, I, I thought I had mono. Turns out I was just lazy. But, <laughs> ah, stolen joke. I'm sorry. Anyway, this week, um, I have a couple about uh, my oldest daughter. Um, the other day, we, there's this game that we play, and I, and I don't know if it's a real game or it's just something that was brought to my attention by my daughter. She has a memory like a steel trap, and she would she she brought this game to me, so I just played along as she as she uh, instructed me to. Mm. And it's called What Time Is It, Mister Wolf? I mm. don't know if this is a game that kids play or not. Does it involve uh, a real wolf? Well, in Canada, yes, probably not down where you live, but mm. uh, no, it's it's a game basically where I one of us, i.e., me will be the wolf, and I'll be sitting on the couch in our living room, and, I'll, and she'll say, what time is it, Mr. Wolf? And I'll say out a time, you know, like 1 o'clock, and she'll take one step, or 5 o'clock, and she'll take five steps towards me. Mm. And then at one time, she'll say, what time is it, Mr. Wolf? And I say, it's lunchtime, and then I chase her down the hallway, and she <laughs> squeals, and then she says, I'm safe, I'm invisible, I'm invisible, when she gets to the end. So... The other day we were playing, and you know, she said, "What time is Mr. Wolf?" And I kept saying the times, and then she was like really close to me, so you know, it's like, and she's getting ready to run. It's like, "What time is Mr. Wolf?" It's like, it's five o'clock, and she takes five tiny steps because she's basically in my lap at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So she says, "What time is Mr. Wolf?" And then she goes to run, and then I, I said, "I didn't say it's lunchtime." So she walked back. And she says, "What time is Mr. Wolf?" I'd say, "It's two o'clock," and then she get ready to run. <laughs> And and then she came back and she looked at me and she put her hands on her hip and she says, "Daddy, just say it's lunchtime." <laughs> it's just condescending look on her face. So I said, "Okay, and it's lunchtime." And I chased her down the hall, but it was just the, just the the hand on. I mean, she's mm-hmm. four for the love, you know. She but she's already got the head cocked to the side, the hand on the hip, and the eyes rolled up. Look on her face. It's she's like, got her hat okay. turned around backwards, her baggy pants on, that bling going. <laughs> Come on, pops. Say it's lunchtime, baby. Come on. Her baggy pants with stripes and her hat with the with the little propeller on. Dang, shorty. (laughs) Yeah. She's got Uh, it going on. And the uh, the other one was the other day. um, As I'd mentioned there a couple weeks back, I got my cool drum set with the you know with the cymbals on and the electronic stuff that I play with Rock Band. Mm -hmm. So she came out the other day while I was playing. It's like, Daddy, can I play drums with you? It's like, okay, no, go back to your hole. (laughs) Daddy doesn't want to play with you, (laughs) but. So I brought over my old drum set. Didn't hook it up to anything. I mean, it was just beside her and gave her a couple drumsticks. Like, there you go. So she was, you know, so I started up a song and I'm playing and she's just beating on them beside me type thing. And then she stops and as she's watching me play and and then she just kind of has this sullen look on her face and she looks at me and it's like, and I pause the game. It's like, well, what's wrong? What, you know, it says, I don't want to play anymore, daddy. It's like, well, why not? What's wrong? And she says, I'm afraid I'm not good enough to play with you. Aww. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm, it's like, no, no. It, I, and, and she was convinced that, you know, she watched me flail all over the place and she, apparently she just figured she wasn't in my league when it came to drumming. <laughs> it was like, well, few so are, few are, honey. You know, that's like Jenna today. I was drawing a picture. I was doing, you know, I do this web comic and, um, I, I gotten to where I can pretty much, you know, nail her face, like draw it out in seconds. And so I'm drawing that for her. And she's like, you didn't do the body. I'm like, you can do it. She goes, but I can't draw pretty like you. I'm like, I don't draw pretty. I'm a man. I 
draw burly. I draw manly. Yeah. I draw with heavy strokes. I'm a real man. Yeah, so. Yeah, kids are awesome. Kids are awesome. All of our <laughs> weekly updates have to do with kids. Gone on other days of driving through chip tornadoes and, and mattresses flying in the middle of the highway. I, I was going to say the mat, the mattress uh, <laughs> flopping like a fish, I think it was. Yes, we're, we're just, we're getting old. I'm getting old, I guess, what it is. It's well. It's not that we're old. We're getting old. It's the most interesting part of our days is is the time that we spend with our kids. I know it. But not have you ever bad. heard of other people talk about their kids and you're just like, ha ha ha. I'm afraid that's what we're becoming. But I don't Ooh. care, dadgummit. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna drive like a maniac and I'm gonna do, do whatever I can to make something interesting happen. That has nothing go, to do with children. Go crash into a Charles's chips truck or something. That'd be great. <laughs> do you know what that is? Do you? Uh, I, no. I, Dad, come it. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! All right, time for the LBB of the week. Um, goodness. I'm gonna, just going to read Elness here. Hey there, Trevor and James. I was listening to your show about the boy who lived in a canyon, and I have an LBB for you, even though it may be me. So this Sunday, I was in some springs with my cousin Cameron. Well, we were walking around, and we went to this store I didn't want to go to. So I was waiting outside. I was walking in circles because it was pretty cold. He must not really, really didn't want to go in that store. An old lady came walking by and stood near a car parked. Uh, she, she came by and stood near a car parked by a no parking sign. While she was unlocking the door, she looks at me and she says, The sign says no loitering. Well, I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to keep warm, so I looked up and said, What? The lady turned around, looked square at me, and said, Are you stupid? Do you know what loitering means? <laughs> what a jerk, I thought. So I said, are you illiterate? It says no parking. <laughs> the old lady was shocked, and I was a little shocked at myself, matter of fact. She turned around and said in an old lady voice, but I'm old. <laughs> Elna. So that's great. And that excuses everything. <laughs> she must have been one of the, she must have been a cheerleader, you know, that was all tough and rough until she needed to play girly. And then she's just like... Oh, well, I broke a nail. You know, I guess it, it says it just carries on, you know. She, she's going to bless you out, and then you're going to face her. And, oh, but I'm old. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I don't know any better. You know what? If you can't read a sign, you don't need to be driving. It's just a thought, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but but well, now, hold on. I mean, the came what? See, now, an old lady came walking by and stood near a car. She was unlocking the car. It was her car. She parked there. No, see, I'm, she's just walking down the street. Maybe the LBB is Elna. She's just walking down the street, minding her own business, wanting to go to a store, just happens to stop by a car that's parked illegally. That's not her car. She was unlocking the car. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe she's a thief. She was <laughs> unlocking the car. <sighs> Dad gummit. All right. Um, LBB. Oh, yeah, there, I'm, I'm trying to think. There it is. Unlocking the door. I, I get it now. Can, yeah. I, can I come back to the show now? <laughs> <laughs> she was unlocking it with a key that belonged to her. That's the part I, I'm trying to get through to I don't know to what's going I'm very, very tired. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going on. You told me on. before the show you'd been up for 15 hours. I'm sorry, dude. I'm, I'm now going at 50, yeah, just over 15 hours awake, and that's not good for me. <laughs> well, well, well. Um... Yeah. Um, let me let's just move on then. News. All right. Um next week is going to be our middle school drama 
episode, our theme show. So if you have any middle school drama tidbits, you need to bring them in and uh, submit them. You can uh, you know, call them into our phone. You can, uh, which happens to be 26600. I'm sorry, six, eh, I was doing the wrong. It's the old, that's the old one. Uh, 816-298-0823. You can email those to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com and you could type them out or you could record them and send it to us in MP3 format. That's cool too. And then uh, also check us out on Twitter. We're trying to get Twitter followers. So go to twitter.com slash NLcast to follow me or slash uh, uh, ratface with two T's to follow Trevor. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. And if you want to, hey. if you want, if you're a uh, children's ministry, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Geek Loves Nerd fan, you can follow my wife at slash Jay Kennison. So that's great. It's awesome. That's all the news we have. So let's keep it going. Who, me? <laughs> middle school drama hey james and trevor last week's episode reminded me of one of my stories from elementary though i do not want to share it in any way or form i feel as though i have to for dot 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 i don't know i just do (laughs) k basically (laughs) he just has to i have to share this story oh my gosh if i don't share this Get it out of. I will be as lame as someone who has never seen The Office. Oh, my G. Okay. So I've got to. Uh, Basically, basically, I was in elementary and I was a very forgetful kid. I would leave stuff around like sketchbooks and notebooks and games. In in canyons. In canyons. And I would not care anything about it until I was forced to. Until they held him down, stuck a gun to his head. And said, look, you forget for elementary student, you will care about your sketchbook. Sketchbook. Anyway, there was a mysterious lunchbox that was outside near the swings of the playground for a while. It was very mysterious, mind you. All the kids noticed it, but no one cared about it because it was so dang mysterious, I suppose. One day, one day, my teacher brought it into class. How about that same day? How about that day? Let's not make this story, like, span the ages. It's just that day my teacher brought it into class and asked if it belonged to anyone, and everyone said no. My teacher said, there's something green in it. And I realized at that point that it was probably mine. Hey, that's my lunchbox, I said. She handed it to me, and being stupid, I opened it, and it was full of ants. Ah. Me being terrified of ants, I dropped the lunchbox and screamed. I would have screamed and dropped the lunchbox, but that's just me. My teacher... (laughs) There's a certain order of things. I mean, I... I could have probably done them both at the same time if I'd really concentrated. It was probably mostly simultaneous sort of thing. I might have actually been able to hurl it quite a ways, too. Ooh, that would have been good. Yeah. But then the ants would have come flying out at you. Well, that's uh, why you have to aim. I think I could have done that, too. (laughs) My teacher calmed me down and helped me wash out the lunchbox. I went home and told my mother, and I showed it to her. She just looks and says, um, that's not your lunchbox. And to this day, the incident still haunts me, and there was no reason for it to do so whatsoever. Take care, Skip. So there you go. Middle school drama from elementary school. Don't get any better from that. <laughs> from that. With, than you that. Got, I'm done. You got green Show's stuff, over. You got ants. <laughs> We're taking a break. I'm going to go and get a stiff diet cherry Coke drink. And uh, when we come back, maybe I can, maybe we can do a real show. This is Dr. Louie, and you're listening to Nobody's Listening. Did you know that 9 out of 10 doctors listen to Nobody's Listening? 
Yeah, that 10th Doctor's a real LBB. Do you like crazy life stories and lessons learned from others? Like crazy news stories and hearing about all the crazy stuff that happens around the world? Do you think you know movies? And don't even think about listening to this show. Hey, join us each week on the J-Days Podcast for all the crazy news from around the world. Your life stories emailed and called in. And our movie puzzler, which is sure to get you thinking about years past. You might just win something cool for listening, too. Check us out at www.jdays.com or in iTunes. J-Days Podcast. J-Days Podcast. You've got to hear this. Featured Story. Okay, people, you know what time it is. It's time for that Featured Story, the part that everyone has been waiting for. Um, I, you know, the stories are getting few and far between in my life. You've, you guys pretty much heard all the good stuff, but every now and then I have a memory with a sibling or a family member that, that uh, brings up a story. And this one is small. It's very small and insignificant, but it is a legendary story in between me and my sister, Leanne. She's been on the show, the sister show, back in the day. And uh, she is a year and a half younger than me. And uh, she she's taller than me. Bothers me a lot. But I don't let her know this. She does not you listen don't, to the show. So. <laughs> you don't have a complex about it. You're, you're, no. you're cool. You're- well, you know, dadgummit, I was telling her, and then we, she got bigger. That has, n- has nothing to do with anything. It's just obviously one of my issues. And so... There you go. Uh, but she um, and, and I would be close at times, but then other times, c- c- because I was a boy and she was a girl and there was another sister, Amy, they would oftentimes gang up against me. And so we had a very love-hate relationship, mostly hate. Um, and so being the oldest brother and, and having this love-hate relationship, we were either plan- plotting and planning together against Amy or – we they were doing that against me. There was never a time where me and Amy got together and decided to be evil to Leanne. So she was like the networker. She had all the connections and she could pick and choose whichever of us she wanted to manipulate. Well, so being that being the case, there was often times where I had to step back from that and I had to say, okay, I can do this and I'm going to do this. I am going to um, I'm going to jack with her for lack of a better word. I'm going to mess with her. And, um, okay, so now that I've established the, the, the bed, the floor, the foundation of this story, I'm going to go back a few years and I'm going to say that when I was a child, every now and then you'd be watching television and there would be a commercial, a public service announcement. If you have seen, uh, you know, Roberto Jones, he is wanted in connection with a murder of blah, 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 blah back in 1983. Uh, if you have any information, call the tips hotline anonymously at 800 blah, 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 right? Have you ever seen those? You probably have. Yeah, and, and, and one one thing I always wondered because uh, they'd have those on and they'd say, you know, call in anonymously. You know, you don't have to share your information. But there's News, a reward. We, we, give, we give out a reward. It's like, so who, who are you going to give the reward to? <laughs> we'd, buy, we'd buy you a soda. We'd, we'd just <laughs> – we call down to the to the to the Cinema Six, and we tell them when uh, Anonymous comes in to watch uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, hook them up with a Pepsi. So, uh, so anyway, I you know was intrigued by those obviously, and so I was always on the lookout for tips, just things that I might be able to call in on because I did not know Julio Jones or whatever his name was, and if I did, I wasn't going to tell on him because he looked really mean, and for some reason he only looked in two directions. He looked right at me, and then to my right 
I don't understand. And he held a small sign with numbers on it. So, um, so yeah, I, one particular day I was uh, in the back of the car. And um, I say in the very back of the car because we had a hatchback. If you watch um, the movie Batman, not Batman Begins, but the original Batman, we own the car that um, Batman's girlfriend, um, what's her name, Vicki Vale? Yes, thank you. Keep cred intact. Vicki Vale uh, drove. So go back and look at that, and you'll see this car. That's what we rode in. We went to Washington with five of us in the back in that thing, and we that were in the. One heck of, that was one heck of a pull there, but yeah, <laughs> that, that car that was driven by this particular character in this movie from 1989. Yeah, that's the car. Yeah, go check it wow. out. Yeah, so um, the this car had uh, front seats and then the back seat, and then it had the hatchback area, and we we always rode back there on a quilt. And I say that to draw attention for our middle school people, especially because we didn't have to wear seatbelts back then. There was no seatbelt law. I mean, there probably should have been. There's no airbags. There was none of that. So we'd ride in the back, and our favorite thing to do was lay down and look up at the sky. Okay, so one, I, I told you all that to tell you this. One day I was looking through the, through the glass at the sky, because that was better than looking at the people behind you, which was really weird, because they would look at yeah. you. And you try to get them to honk, and they wouldn't. So then it was awkward. But I saw, and I, I, I don't even know that I, I feel weird even sharing this with an audience because of the secrecy and, and the tip nature. And I still am holding out for my reward even after 30-some-odd years. Um, I saw a black jet. I saw a jet that was black, people. And it was flying. And somehow in my childlike mind, my imagination cut loose. And I'm like, I finally found my tip finally found that one thing. There's a black jet flying over Jacksonville, Florida, and it is up to no good, people. Because you know jets aren't black. Jets are silver. Jets are white. Jets have logos. This one was black. And it, that, and that makes it... So it, it was a spy plane. Spy. It was a spy plane, okay? Was he spying on you, James? No, he was too far away, <laughs> but he was, he was up to something. You got to remember, this was back... Um, in the day when our teachers were still telling us that the Russians were going to bomb King's Bay submarine base and we were all doomed. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe not everybody told their kids that. Maybe it was just my PE teacher who was a little weird. But anyway, I, at that moment, decided to keep that a secret because, by God, if, if I ever heard something on the television about, did you see a black jet while you were going to the mall with your mom, um, I was going to call in and say, yes, I did. I yes, I had seen that jet, by God. I am that guy. I'm, I'm, I want my Pepsi. I want a Pepsi. <laughs> if you could upsize it, that would be awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Even though All Dogs Go to Heaven was not going to be released for several more years, I wanted to be prepared in case it did. Don Bluth, get busy. Okay. So, so yeah, the black jet. I saw the black jet. And then years later, I mean, years later, I realized the silliness of it. But I decided to, I was going to jack with Leanne. Okay? So now you understand how this is all coming full circle. So I was, I had her in the back of the car. And I was like, Leanne, I got a secret. <laughs> it's so secret. You cannot tell anyone. And she was immediately intrigued. I was her older brother, right? She wanted to know something I knew. I had a secret. I have not told anyone, I said. For years, I said. Uh, it's it's so secret that if we if anybody told that it could mean our lives. 
and I and then she's like, okay. I, I said, you gotta promise you won't tell anybody. You gotta swear. You gotta swear to the Lord. And I can't do that. Mom says not. You got to. You got to. She's like, okay. This is, this is important. She gave that. up her moral code and she swore to the Lord. And I was like, okay. No, I can't tell you. I can't. Oh, please, please. <laughs> she's begging. <laughs> and and I went on for like a kid hour, which in real time is like fifteen minutes, but it felt like an hour. Where I would tease her, I'd get closer and closer. I saw. No, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. I just add a I word to the sentence. I gotta protect you. From I, the yeah, because man, the Ruskies—they're gonna get us. Okay. I saw. Uh, no, I can't. I can't do it. Okay. So finally, 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 <laughs> I said, Leanne. I saw a black jet, and I, uh, I just watched her face. She sat back. She looked at me, and she was so disappointed and angry. All that buildup that I had done, and she was just, she was like, what? I said, Sh you saw a, what? a blast. Calm down. Don't say it. Don't spoil it. I told you. It's a secret, man. I've kept this secret for years. Okay. So I don't remember much about the rest of it. Maybe she knocked me out, but... um. <laughs> I will say this for years later, years later, every time we get together, um, she would tell people about this, how this jerk brother of hers jacked with her and built up this big thing and saw a black jet. And of course, my part was always, don't tell him, don't tell him. We can still call the tips hotline. Eventually, we're going to get that Pepsi. Gonna get that so, freak Pepsi. So to bring it full circle, this, this is not for the middle schoolers. This is for the... 35 and older female audience, okay, that listens to the show. On her wedding day, um, I was to walk her down the aisle because her father passed away a long time ago. So did mine. It's weird. We have the same dad and all. Um, and moments before the doors on this old chapel were going to open up, we were standing outside waiting to go in. Um, I pull a gift bag out and I said, uh, I said, Leanne, I says, uh, I said, just just take this out. She reaches her hand in, and inside I had I had made in wood and painted a black jet. And I says, Leanne, I says, you remember our secret, our our special moment, you know. I said, go into your new life, and and you make your private moments, your awesome uh, times, your memories, your secrets uh, with your husband, and 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 just. Uh, I don't know what I said, but it was just something really moving and really meaningful. And I got a big hug out of it and smudged her makeup and all that kind of stuff. And they opened the door on us and I had to throw the jet, you know, in the <laughs> in the bag and set it outside. But uh, yeah, as far as I know, that black jet's still sitting on her her dresser and uh, and they're making their own memories and, and their own. Uh, I'm trying to find the right word. The things that bind us together, that, that connect us and, and are secrets just between the two of them. That's what a husband and wife are supposed to have. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much the featured story right there, the, the secret of the black jet. And now all of you know, okay? But here's the thing. If in your town, anytime soon, you're watching television and they cut to the tips hotline and they ask for information about a black jet, you know that you need to call it and let them know that James is the one they need to call. And I will split the money with you 50-50, okay? Black Jet. It's a Pepsi. It's a Pepsi. It's a Pepsi. It's I, I'm going to get the first sip, though, because I don't want yours, your backwash, okay? <laughs> Thank you. 
Remember the first time you found out about backwash? It's like, I always finished my drink before, but now I can't. It's gross. All right. Let's uh, let's get on to this. E-N-V mail. Thank you for calling. Okay, people. Thanks for writing and calling in. It's awesome. Eric B. And, huh? I said, you guys rock. Oh, okay. But uh, Eric B. in Tennessee says, Hey, I've been lurking long enough. I've been a listener for over a year, and I've really enjoyed your podcast. You're the only podcast out there that is clean, funny, and not stupid. Well, that's because he hasn't listened to this show yet. <laughs> that's going to be our slogan. It's going to be our new bumper sticker. Nobody's listening. Clean, funny, and not stupid. Uh, we'll spell stupid with two O's. Keep it coming. I have to call in a story that I've been saving for your show. Oh, by the way, I'm not a middle schooler. I'm a 37-year-old dad of two boys. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Eric B. from Tennessee. Appreciate it, dude. Uh, let's play a, uh, let's play a voicemail. This is a good one. Here we go. Hey, James and Trevor. Uh, this is Dr. Louie. I was just listening to episode 93, and uh, I'm sorry to hear about Greg. He sounds like he's a really great man, and I thought some prayers go out to uh, his family and friends. Thank you. Um, but it reminded me of a story. Uh, a few years ago, I was at my grandfather's funeral, and uh, me and my uncle, my father, we were looking at the flowers that people had sent in, and each one had a card with um, people's last names on it, and there was one sent from the Morans, although whoever had written down on the card, it, they had written down the Morans, so we got a pretty good laugh out of that at a funeral, so people were probably wondering what we were chuckling about, but uh, anyway, I just thought that was funny and wanted to share it with you guys. Um, Thanks for the podcast, and um, I'm probably sitting there thinking right now my voice sounds really weird on a podcast. So no, um, <laughs> I didn't think I'll that. talk to you guys later. Bye. Uh, the, the the really bad part was the balloon, the mylar balloon hanging off the bouquet that said "Happy Birthday." You know, <laughs> uh, happy seventieth, and he died at sixty nine. You know, Oh, that was that's why they put morons on there. So, <laughs> hey, Trevor, a longtime listener, first time messenger. Uh, episode 93, 17 to 20 minutes into the podcast, you decided to take my life personally or, or to to make my personal life sound like a bad idea. I'm happy. I'm a content person. And I was until you tried to make my life sound so awful. Honestly, I have a whole list. Okay, so apparently we mentioned some things in episode 93 that, that tagged this guy as a, as a loser. So here we go. See, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking episode 93, we... We couldn't possibly have offended anybody during that episode. Well, here we go. I mean, <laughs> here we go. The, we're so dang particular now. We got such a unique audience. We actually did. Uh, actually, uh, the, n- I let's see. Here, here's the things we mentioned. We actually know the social, cultural, music styles of different emo, goth, and disco people. That was mentioned in 1548. Uh, that's the time marker, I suppose. So he uh, he actually knows this. Uh, he is emo. And we mentioned that at sixteen twenty, he loves he loves clove cigarettes. Seventeen mark minute marker. Uh, I work at a Barnes and Noble, and I have to smoke outside of it. So I remember that. He says he wears good clothing. He wears striped pants all the time. He wears a beanie with a propeller. He has no friends. He says gay to everything. That was at seventeen thirty. He says flame and gay. He is a Satanist. <laughs> he is male. And he wears uh, snap front caps. He calls them linen sporting caps. How did you know that, he says. 
any kind of Civil War reenactment in a YMCA racquetball court while holding a musket at any time. Now that just sounds like you're trying to personally attack my private life. All I really wanted to hear is that you, why you didn't incidentally mention my name and single me out for real. So he's freaking me mm. out. So, so your your unnamed subculture exists. Yeah, yeah, in what? ways that I never thought possible. There's a good, there's an emo subculture, you know, mix there going on. So, I I think he was joking. I hope he was because he mentioned something about that I made his wife cry because I was so eerie, like 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 the mentalist, like uh, I was oh. freaking her out. So. Well, you you make my wife cry all the time. Just you know what. Is, is that bad? <laughs> no, she only cries because there's only one of me. Sorry, dude. What was that? <laughs> you just went off into this weird noise land there. Uh, that's what I do when my wife tries to make a joke that that she that actually maybe is funny, but I'm not going to let her know. I just go <laughs> so because <laughs> she's actually really good, but I can't let her think that. So I'm like hurt, hurt, hurt. I sound like a Club seal, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, let's play something. Let's see. This is good. Here we go. Hello, nobody's listening. James Trevor. Uh, this is Caleb, the real McCoy. Uh, as you may know, I work at a McDonald's, and I was in drive-through the other day. Uh, actually, my first time. They were telling me what to do, what to say. Um, so I was getting used to di- saying different stuff than you would at front counter. So I was taking this person's order, and then at the end of it, I said, well, is this for here to go? And then the person promptly started to laugh at me because it was drive through and there was no way it could be for here to go. So I felt really stupid for the next hour. So it just thought you might find that amusing. Mm. Bye. That's the worst part is you say something stupid, then you got to face the people when they drive up. Yeah, it's not like you can run and hide at that point in time. That's when I'd just be like, you can drive up to the third window, and then by the time they pass the second, they'd be like, what the? There's no, oh! And then they have to keep going, you know? That's what I'd do to them. (laughs) Well, that's like the people who, you know, it's like, you know, it's like I'd like, you know, a a cheeseburger and, you know, a small fries. Would you like fries with that? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Or, uh, you know, like in the words of uh, Brian Regan, you know, waitresses that bring you your food and you're like, enjoy your meal. You too. But you're not eating, are you? I'm an idiot. I'm a doofus. So, uh, this is from Amber. Hey, well, my primary school used to go to secondary, used to go up to secondary years. So I think this counts. At my school, and, and I don't know what any of that meant, by the way, primary, uh, secondary, what the heck. That- I'm guessing that it, it it's trying to figure trying to fit in with middle school ah. drama. I oh goodness! Well, maybe I shouldn't yeah. read this. I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. My school just had implemented a new fruit system, where each class would get a bucket of fruit every day, one piece for each student. Um, right. Me and a couple of my classmates were given the job of handing these out to each class, and we would always munch around inside the kitchen. What kid didn't enjoy a few minutes break from school? We were just about to head out to deliver the fruit when one of the other students muttered, I don't think we can use this batch. Why? We inquired. Well, and he picked up the sack of oranges. Looks fine to me. Oh, my gosh! The sack slowly turned around on his axis 
and around came this giant pregnant spider. Oh gosh. Uh, why why does the word pregnant spider, that phrase just send chills through my life? I guess it's because of the movie Arachnophobia. I imagine these big white sacks sticking out of its oh, thorax. Oh, dude. That's what I imagine. There's little spider babies that want to crawl in my nose. Ah, God. See, that's what happens to me. That's why I freak out so bad. You guys don't know what's going on inside my head. As well, now bi- I do. <laughs> as big as my right hand. That's how big that thing was. The girl screeched. At least I did. And I tried to head for the door. Um, but he was kind of in the way. So I thought about it and stupidly ran further towards the spider to get out the door, not stopping on my way back to class. I don't know what happened to the spider after that, but I kept my job, Amber. I guess job means life in their country. Uh-huh. Primary, secondary school. Yeah, spiders, dude. Gosh, a spider as big as your hand. That thing must oh, have no. come over from like Columbia or wherever, Florida. They have oranges no, in Florida. My all bad. I have now is little spider babies crawling in my nose. That's right, man. It's, <laughs> Thanks for that. No problem. No problem. Ooh, spiders. Oh. Uh, Harashi writes, hey, James and Trevor, I thought I would share an experience that I had with my grandfather when I was about 10. Uh, to give some background, my grandpa was a veteran frogman from World War II and has a massive collection of guns around his house. Well, one night I was over at my grandparents. I was sleeping on the living room couch, and my grandfather stumbles in. There was enough moonlight to see he was only in his skivvies, and he had a pistol tucked into his waistband. (laughs) I was worried until I saw it was his antique flintlock pistol, and I timidly said, Grandpa? He he proceeded to loudly swear at me, only only in a way a half-deaf sailor could. After a while of calming him down, I was able to take the gun from him and uh, take him back to his bedroom. Hope you enjoyed one of the many odd experiences my grandpa has given me. Hirashi. Uh, Mom, do I have to go to grandpa's again? <laughs> He's scary. He's scary. <laughs> you know, what? I guess after seeing your grandpa in his underwear, you know, the gun was just secondary. I was like, oh, oh, and he has a gun. No big deal. You know. yeah, he's, he's, he's in his he's in, his, he's underwear. in his underwear and he's got a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So can somebody cover him up, please? Take his gun. No, get him a blanket. <laughs> then take the gun. <laughs> cover that wrinkly old man up now. <laughs> I just want to know how you can carry a flintlock in the waistband of your underpants. It's a very strong waistband. They don't make underwear like they used to. I'll tell you what, dadgummit. Well, it was probably... Drawstring drawers. His, under, his underwear back from 1942 when they made real man's underwear. Well, in some countries, they have uh, white towels that they just kind of wrap around like, like you know, turbans except on your derriere. So maybe Grandpa's, you know, going old school. I don't know. You know I don't know. I just can't. I can't get mine to stay up, you know, on a good day. And I don't carry a flintlock antique pistol in my in my boxers. So... Hey, James and Trevor, I just had the most unique birthday experience last week. My grandpa walked out in his underwear. <laughs> no, this is happening all over. This is like a M. Night Shamarillion movie. The first step is underwear. The second one is stumbling out with a flintlock pistol. The third one is death. And he pulled out his gun and happy birthday. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait. To, I'm going to call that show. i tell you what, my, my grandpa went nuts. I'm going to call that show. That is amazing. Maybe other people have experienced the same thing. Um, I, I, I have a friend named Jerry, and she has an extra gland in her mouth 
making her salivate more than the average bear. What the heck? Why? Why do you people share these things with me? I am sensitive. At least I was. Gosh. Why does that strike me as weird? You have a gland. You're, uh, I didn't even know we had them in the first place. That means I have glands in my mouth. Make them go. Are gross, dude. I'm going to get some tiny little little uh, corks. I'm going to stop them up. Mm. Mm. Now I can feel my glands. Anyway, she has three. This girl has three. Okay. You apparently have two. So she salivates a lot, and apparently this is public knowledge. She just swallows <laughs> more than people. She um, she and my other friends were in charge of decorations at my birthday party, balloons, tables, and other miscellaneous chores. When I got to the present part, I found that they had buried my presents in a pile of balloons. So I started to pop them. I finally got down to two, and one flew over my head. I took a fork and I popped it. Time stopped for a second, and then something wet oh. fell onto mine and the other's heads. Apparently, Jerry had blown up most of the balloons <laughs> and showered us with a couple buckets of spit. <laughs> oh, God. All the white powder inside was gone. To spare the details, the vomit was tremendous. Now you're lying, Marcel. Hope this gets on the show, Marcel. Gosh. There's oh. oh. <laughs> water balloons, boy. Good night. Oh man, I marked them things. That's why they were at the bottom, because they they just fell. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they, they went through the, the pile. And, and oh. buried the presents in the in the balloons. They they Gosh. were supposed to be floating up in the air, but they all sank. To My the mouth ground. is watering more than it should be now. Maybe I have a third gland that you I was not gland. aware of. Ah, oh. oh. <laughs> you're no longer on balloon duty, Jerry. <laughs> Not at my party. We need some balloons blown up. I know. Let's get spit girl. Good Lord. <laughs> Look, guys, I can do it in one blow. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Ah. Sorry, Jerry. If you're listening, girl, we love you. I just I just wish your friends would shut up. That's all I got to say. Right, see, now, now I can I can sympathize there, see, because I, I don't have an extra gland in my mouth, mm. but I but I have this, uh, my dentist has a name for it, there's a scientific name for it, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, whenever I, whenever I swallow like, in the saliva in your mouth, you know, it's supposed to, it just kind of, you know, slowly enters into your mouth. For some reason, I have one mm. thing on the right side that if I swallow with my mouth open, mm. it shoots. Ah! <laughs> All right, no, stop. All right, I just turned him off. I'm going to let him sit there for... I've never done this before, but I'm going to throw the freak up. <laughs> Are you done? Just a, I'm, I'm, <gasps> just, I'm just... I'm sympathizing. That's not supposed to happen. This, the spit oh, just kind of seeps in from all... Uh, it's not a little port. It's not a little portal okay. in the side of your mouth. Gosh, there's a gland in my mouth. Okay. Um, let's move on. Seriously. Hey, James and Trev, I was on the church toilet. I finished doing number one and I go ahead and I press the lever on the piece standing up stall, AKA a urinal. I don't know what it's called. That's why I named it for you. But there's probably so much pressure on the pipe. So when I pulled, it broke loose from the wall and it sprayed like a garden hose all over my khaki pants, which is the worst color of pants in the world. Because if you get it wet, it shows and I got all wet. I yelped and the people around me just started laughing. 
I have a thing about getting my clothes stained, and this particular stain was the worst. Yeah, I think you share that with most of the human race, okay? Um, uh, I don't want to go outside where the church public are and look like I peed my pants. So I called my sister and told her my situation. So you call your sister, who's going to definitely let everybody know. I had, yeah. uh, I had, I had my mom. I had my mom asking what's up, and my sister promptly said, there's an accident in the toilet, <laughs> to which my mom <laughs> responded with a light chuckle that uh, had her seatmates asking what was going on. I hung up, so with much tapping, blowing, and a half hour later, my pants finally dried off. I got back to the service just in time for communion. When I accidentally spilled the grape juice on my pants, I said the <laughs> S word <laughs> and, and effectively covered it up by saying, I mean crap. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, we misheard you. Um, I don't know how many people heard it, but I'm hoping they will not condemn me because some people at church can be such a JoJo, especially about gaining weight. Cheers, Randolph. That's random, Randolph. (laughs) I just want to be the first to say that's kind of random. P.S. Trevor, I love the princess pic. I just got loose for horns at a novelty kiosk. It lights up. I'll send a picture later. So Random. So first he started, yeah. Uh, he start. He must be gaining weight. Is the thing. He obviously can't control his tongue. He's taking communion. Now you're guilty of blasphemy. And uh, maybe you and the Satanist guy from the f- earlier show should get to, to you know meet and and start your own church. Well, you see, he could he, he could have walked out in you know with the pants wet, and all he would have had to do is just just loudly announce as loud as he could, "I did not pee myself." See, just you know, that's why I believe myself. in providence. If he had walked out with wet pants and then spilled the grape juice on the wetness, it would have dissipated. He would not have needed to say the s word, and he wouldn't have ruined his khakis. But no, he thought he knew better than the Lord. So that's what happens. All right, we're gonna get out of here, Trevor. Um. Let's uh, let's mention a few things real quick. You can uh, visit us online at nlcast.com. Check out our web comic. It's uh, called Geek Loves Nerd. It's every Tuesday and Thursday. We're going through a series. Uh, if my family did Star Wars, it's pretty funny. Uh, call us eight one six two nine eight zero eight two three. Email us. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Leave an iTunes review if you haven't, especially if you live in Canada. Canadians, we need you. We need you. Tell a friend. Tell tell a friend. Tell lots of friends, not just a friend. Follow us on Twitter and uh, check out the forums, nlcast.com slash forums. Thanks to our sponsors, spouses, contributors, and everyone who listens. Check out drawyouapicture.com and see if I can draw something for you this week. I'd love to. Um, Until next week, make sure you tell your friends because until then, nobody's Nobody's listening. listening. I'm pausing because I forgot the button. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we were just on our game tonight, boy. This is a good show. This is the best show ever. I'm going to call that show. Call that show, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, and now in the on, in the, in the uh, tradition of Randy Deluxe, you know, from The Incense, mm-hmm. and now I have to watch four seasons of The Office. Let me get some of this set here, and we'll get going. All right, <clears throat> this episode of this episode of Draw Your Picture. Uh, <laughs> this episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYourPicture.com. Go to Meeting.com. Oops, sorry, I was reading my notes there, and I was about to dedicate it to the memory of Greg Holly. Here we go. 
This episode of this episode of nobody. <laughs> you can't respond to my badness. It's, it's, your, it's your first day. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm so new at this. I don't know how to do it. I'll get it. I, I'll get it, Daddy Trevor. Okay. I'll make you proud. Uh, this episode of Draw Your Picture is. <laughs> sure enough, did that. Ah, here we go. Hello, Trevor and James. This is Connie from Ohio. And I just wanted to share a time when I got the, I believe you call it frizzle, scared out of me in college. This is, uh, I guess, part one of a two-part series. Um, I was uh, an artist in residence, but sort of like a, a room. Uh, I was in charge of a whole floor of people and uh, sort of like their babysitter. But these are all college-age folks, right? So shouldn't be too hard um, unless they're artists, I guess. Um, anyway, so I'm sound asleep in my room, and I'm right by the lobby. My room's right by the lobby, and all of a sudden I hear gunfire going up right outside my room in the lobby. And I hit the floor so hard that, like, it go, the shock waves go all the way up, and I thought, I, I don't know what I'm going to go out into, but me being stupid and half asleep and a college student, nothing can, you know, I'm bulletproof apparently. So I go out into whatever this is, and I smell the gun. I smell the smoke. And I come out, and I'm waiting to see feet. And I'm thinking, there's a dead person here. And I peek around the corner, and there is a whole row or string of firecrackers someone had set off in the lobby. And uh, if I had been a little bit more awake, I would have looked around maybe to see if maybe someone was checking out and maybe laughing at me. But I was so out of it and so tired that it never even occurred to me to look around. I just was so sure I'd see someone dead that uh, I was sort of freaked out by it. So I just got mad. And that just does absolutely nothing for someone to get back to sleep. So, anyway, that was part one. Thanks for letting me share. Bye. 